Audible Visions. Drama. A spooky tale for the season now, with an old monastery, secrets from childhood, and a cursed object that must never again see the light of day. Fiona Thrale, Farrar Hudkins, David Alt, and Kareem Cromfley star in The Chimes from Harkon Hill. The Chimes from Harkon Hill. So you're actually going? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but you never knew him. So? Oh, come on. You're always going on about what a waster he was, preoccupied with all that dusty book stuff. He was a troubled man. And yes, I never knew him. That's the point in this. <sighs> so where even is this place? Harkenhill in Flintshire, a monastery called the Bowed Carers of Conovi. Pretty run down from a quick Google, but it's overlooking some lovely countryside. Well, there's lovely for you, isn't it? <sighs> that is so rubbish. What are you expecting to find? He was a monk, so nothing of value. That's not why I'm going. Yeah, then why? Look, Simon Delmara had many demons to lay to rest. An inner turmoil which was sated only by the blessings of Christ... Before he passed, he confessed a great sorrow and words he wished he could have passed on to his family. But he didn't. He abandoned them, ran away and died in a drafty chamber clutching his Bible. I would love to be able to tell you more about this remarkable man and the faith that drove him here. If you are able to visit to collect his few possessions, then I hope you may also find the time to listen about his plight. You're seriously going to be drawn into all that Jesus stuff? No one ever spoke about my uncle like that. I mean, I never knew what made him so withdrawn. And, well, this is kind of my only chance. (sighs) This monk, he knew things about Simon that were never shared with us. He can explain. What's the point now? His family are dead. I want to know. Look at the way he speaks of him. Like, Like he was truly valued there. Look, all my memories of him are bad, that he ran from responsibilities. So, so, so I'd just like to hear from just one person who valued him. From a crumbling monastery in Wales. Yep. Yachida. Enough. Planned by Poof Wiggly Krog Rogo William Tassili Gogogo. No. Say it slowly. Look, do the last bit first, yeah? Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Okay, now, add the isilio. So it goes, isilio, go, go, go. Isilio, go, go, go. 
right now. Plantasilio go go go. So you really learned this from your grandma? Yeah. Now concentrate. Stick your tongue against your teeth when you say it. Plantasilio go go go. <laughs> Did she have her teeth in? Say it. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Say it. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. What's the beginning part? You sure you're ready for this? Oh, okay. Okay. Hit me. Llanfair pysgwengell, gogeir a chweryn drobell, llantysio go go go. That's not it. <laughs> you put me off. Uh, how does it go again? Oh, piss off. Keep your mind on the road. Uh. You weren't kidding when you said run down. That's fine. Mm, it's dark. Well, you need to go into the village and mm. log our reservation or we'll be stuck here. Will you be all right? Well, with you leaving me here, all alone at the foot mm. of some medieval hill, crowned by some haunted abbey. Well, yeah, uh, I'll be fine. Uh, I, uh, um, I'm just joking, I'll be fine. I'm going to be a few hours. Yeah, me too. Give me three and a half hours. That's plenty of time for you to sort out a room and pick me up again. Okay. Um, is that a cemetery ahead? I'll be fine. If you insist. I do. Spell casting G-I-S-M-I-S-S. <laughs> okay. Tregard. <laughs> You're learning. Hello, dear. Hello, hello. You must be Erin. Hi, yeah. Um, I'm here to see the Minach, Minoch, the main, um... That would be me, Sal Lenden. Ah, Mr. Lenden, sorry. Um, hi, I mean, hello. I mean, pleased to meet you. <laughs> it's okay. Hi will <laughs> suffice. Yes, the stark edifice of the monastery. The dark wood, the scraggy hillocks, a winding road that's never seen concrete, and a man in robes by a broken column. <laughs> I'd forgive a hail and well-met stranger. <laughs> oh my God, you're normal. Thank Christ for that. <laughs> well, with a little less blasphemy, perhaps. Oh, oh, I'm... I'm joking. Come on, let's get you inside. Thank you. Yeah, it's freezing. That won't change, I'm afraid, but we have food and drink at table, and a lot to discuss. There. It's not much of a fire, but, well, stop your fingers from dropping off. So, how long have you been here? All my life. The embodiment of the cliché. Left on the steps as a baby with Brother Morgan and Brother Lemmington to raise me. Oh my God! For real? For real. 
They became not only my parents, but my mentors. Why didn't you ever leave? You know, when you were older. This life taught me everything I needed. I had a good life here. All the companionship I needed, and people passing through with worldly troubles whom I could help with conversation and respite. Like my uncle? Exactly. People like Simon. And how many are here now? Very few now. Many come and go. They seek their solace, walk back out into the wider world, and return when they need to. Some frequently, others never again. Was Simon like that? Did he just come and go like that? Simon Delmara was one of the few who remained for the duration. A quiet man. A troubled man. To begin with, he was quite remote. He would not pray with us, nor work with us. Just remained locked away without a word. But little by little, we managed to gain his trust. And yes, he had a remarkable story. I know so little about him. I was quite young, and I remember his smile and visits and Christmas. But then there's that time when it all just stops. I thought it was just because I grew up and things always changed, but I I could tell that the happiness had stopped. Dad said he drank a lot. And although no one said anything, I could tell he wasn't with Margaret anymore. Then there was her funeral, and I remember Simon being in the car and no one going to him. And then nothing. And whenever I spoke about him to Mum or Dad, they just, they just clammed up. When they died, there was no one to ask. Hmm. Do you know about why this was? I think it would be useful if you, uh, if you took a look at some of his effects. Um, okay. Yes, um, if, uh, well, so if you follow me, uh, they're still in his room. I think it'd be useful if you saw something of how he lived. Hey, Carl. You right? Yeah, I'm fine. What are you doing up? It's like 20 to midnight. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Just, like, missed my booking slot by 40 minutes, apparently, so... Uh, lost my deposit, but uh, wrangled a room anyway. Yeah, I told you, we're in Wales. Yeah, yeah I don't know either. Yeah, she's fine, thanks. She's at the monastery now. Remember what I was telling you about? It's on this big black hill, really rough scrubland, and frickin' freezing. Anyway, I'm just gonna head over and pick her up. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about us. Yeah, we're okay. Yes. Yes, you can get some sleep now, old man. Okay, take care, matey. Okay, man. Yep. Good night. Okay, dude. Good night. Good night. I told you. Jesus. Do not go back there. Yeah, I heard. Look, I did what you asked. I listened, but seriously, the whole 
give the drifters a horror story to frighten them off has been old since the 60s. Just save it, please, okay? When the first chime rings, it is already too late. Yeah, love it. Save it for the next edition of Amazingly Old Hat Stories. Jeez. Oh? Okay. Yes. Yes, no illusions here. He lived not just a simple life, but impoverished. Even to our standards. Oh. Why? I am hoping this will explain part of it. This was his. Everything in this trunk was all he ever owned. Oh, God, what is that smell? Didn't he have any clothes? He came here with very little. As for clothing, well, for the most part, he preferred his robes. Was he happy? Enough. Happy that his work here could bring happiness to others. I wish I could have seen him happy again. Ah. Here, there is a picture. Brother Ruel drew this for him. I believe it is how he would wish to be remembered. That's a smile I remember. <laughs> and that is how I shall also remember him, our dear protector. Sorry? Look, see. Books? Lots of books? Open one. I'm sorry, but what is this? Dia Angeli, a language of Brythonic settlers. The first from Gaul to set foot on this soil, chronicling their findings using a language that only a few from the Holy Order could fathom. That sounds ridiculous. What, so these are from when? 400 BC or something? Because <laughs> I really doubt that. Originally, yes. Then rewritten, re-evaluated, edited, like... Uh... What, like the Bible? <laughs> I was going to say, like a Blu-ray director's cut or a reboot. This particular one in your hands dates, we believe, from the 14th century. Well, I can't understand any of this. But your uncle believed that he could. Here, this is his own translation. Oh, what? (laughs) Is this real? Darja listens over dark dale and winter's breath. She takes careful steps to remain beyond your gaze. Hope for her, for she is redemption, her punishment just, her resolve all-consuming. Darja listens. Your faith is rewarded, her grace your blessing, her appearance your undoing. Interesting that you should find that passage straight away. Daja listens, and she has heard. Wait, wait, I... What's... Oh my God, I remember that bell. Careful. I remember seeing it when I was little. I remember crying once when he wouldn't let me ring it. I can't believe he kept this. Why? Out of everything he owned. Careful. Oh, it doesn't... The clapper is tied. That was it. That's when things started to go wrong. 
after that day when I was shown the bell, but it was sort of familiar to me. Do you remember what Simon said? Of course not. I was like eight years old. Here. What's this? A diary. For some, the bell is a symbol of hope. It wards the spirit away. But in truth, they scatter, afraid, for it is a summoning tool for something far darker. The chime of a bell is an omen of disaster. I have witnessed this tonight, and I shall witness it again. You're saying this is some ancient relic, a Uh, curse? A terrible blessing, calamity cloaked in the guise of redemption. I see the future through the eyes of my niece, and the blessings we have received now haunt me. Is that about me? Read on. Look, I came here to pick up Simon's things and find out what happened back then. I'm not here to buy into any of this spiritual nonsense. Read on. They have tried to conceal this power, cast it away, but the truth is being told to me. She is here, though distant and slumbering, I can feel her all around. Look. Really, this just shows how he was going out of his mind. You encouraged all this. You must remember. Remember what? The secrecy, the whispers, the... No. The long stares and the silence as you enter the room. No. You must remember these events. No. Remember the warnings to stay away from things not given to you. No. Remember the great love shown to you, coupled with the fear in your parents' eyes. No. Remember. No. Remember the chime of the bell. No. You remember where it came from. I know nothing about this. Your childhood memories of this bell go back further than your memories of visiting your uncle. Mum. Dad. Custodians through the generations keeping a secret. A responsibility reserved only for the most humble of men, winding its way into our modern world unbound. Unbound. Unleashed. I remember. I found it. I found it. In the loft, in a box, nailed shut. Dark forces heard your call, found the innocent wish of a child, and set things in motion once again. My parents, they took it away. They passed it on. They all knew what it was. Yes, they knew. They knew their responsibilities, and they knew the risks they were taking in trying to live a normal life. So they lied about my uncle. They told me he'd abandoned us, rather than admit they'd set him up. They gave it to him, this thing. Read his diary. He took on the responsibility for you to make sure that you had a life until the moment comes when comes time for you to play your part again. Why am I here? That's for you to decide. In your note, you said, I would love to be able to tell you more about this remarkable man and the faith that drove him here. Yes. He experienced something. 
when in possession of the bell? Yes. Because of me? All this is because of me, because I rang it. Oh, because of you, yes. But your turn at the bell was not the first time your family had heard its chimes. No. This was an older debt, finding a way to be repaid. You are not at fault. It doesn't feel like it. My uncle was ostracised. But he blamed no one. That was the purity of his heart. I'm glad. I'm glad I know. You know about him. Now you must learn about yourself. I think I know. Read and remember. Aaron? Aaron? Steve, look, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to stay here tonight. <laughs> what? I'm serious. Look, go back to the village, please. Do you, do you know how long I've been... Please. What? What's going on? I've got some stuff I need to do. Here? Yes. Well, can I help? I have to do this alone. That's ridiculous. Please. Is that what you came for? Yes. Oh, okay. Let me put it in the... Where are you going? Look, go back, please. (laughs) Hey, what's wrong? What the hell is wrong? Please, uh, do as she asks. Aaron. Go back to the village. Lock your door with the others and do not look out. Aaron. They warned you, yes, in the village. When the first chime rings, it is already too late. The chimes. The chimes. What sort of hysteria are you peddling here? It's real, Steve. This is real, and it is awakening. What have you done to her? Something lives in a realm just beyond our reach. Something that dwelled here long ago. A presence that can affect our world to... terrible degrees. And it is awakening. Aaron? Dodger listens to our hopes and dreams, to every wish and way. Aaron. They used it. What? The bell. Passed down. My grandmother gave it to them. She warned them. Who are you talking about? My parents and this. It is time. What is that? Do not look, as from beyond that hill it will arrive. Aaron, get in the car. My uncle kept me safe all these years. Called the beast when it was time and offered up something of his life to keep their wish alive. For God's sake, get in the car, please. It gave them what they wanted, a child of their own. But now this wish must end. Aaron, no. We are here for you. Aaron, don't do it. I must. It's time. Can you feel that? Is presence from within the deep, a stirring of malice from worlds beyond, a dark heartbeat rising. It can be only punishment or sacrifice. Sacrifice and a wish. It has to be now. Tonight is the night that all decisions are made. Whether right or wrong, there will be sorrow for you.
can feel it. It is coming. Look away. Look away. Aaron! Look away. Look away, Steve. This has to be done. Dark Dale and Winter's Breath. He takes careful steps to remain beyond your gaze. Hope for her, for she is a redemption. Dear God. Dear God, now. Her punishment's just. Her resolve, her resolve, all-consuming. The debt has been paid. Aaron. Return to the dreams from which she was spawned, from the wish of her parents to the memories in your mind. Uh, I, I, uh. You have a choice now. Take your time. You have three years to decide. Decide? About the bell. A wish and a sacrifice? Or abstain and let the old gods do as they will? Why is, why is it up to me to decide? Because Daja will listen for you. You are one with her. Uh, I am nothing to do with this. Of course you are. All those years ago, when a small girl ventures into the attic of her parents and finds the most magical of things, what else is she to do but wish for a future with happiness and hope? Why else were you conjured into the world? If it helps, you may stay here with me, like the others. Like all the others who have been graced by Daja's blessing.
In the Chimes from Harkenhill, written by Graham David Richards, Fiona Thrale was Erin Borner, with Farrah Hudkins as Steve, David Alt as Saul Linden, and Kareem Cromfley as Ghana. The music was specially composed and performed by Sophie Ann Fretter, with additional audio design by tap dancer and Patricia Dawn Richards. The song, Caught in a Cobweb by Acid Cowboys, was written by Antti Kravonen and Christopher Lagerus, with thanks to Daniel Janström. The Chimes from Harkenhill is produced and published by Audible Visions and Channel House Entertainment. The Chimes from Harkenhill. Audible Visions will be back in the new year. My brother! It's my brother! They've got him! Well, isn't that funny? <laughs> I got your invite right here. 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Your address for suspenseful stories of the speculative, strange, and supernatural.